What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 29 of the MNN Sports Talk podcast. My name is Nick Rivera alongside Mark Morales, and today we're going to be talking some shenanigans, some some hooligans. Mark, where you at? I'm here, Nick. How are you? I'm doing fine on this fine day. Yeah, and we are going to be talking about some hooligans, and that's the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal. It's like a little tongue twister. The Houston Asterix. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy everything that went down. And, you know, this happened last week. The uh, Robert Manfred's report came out last Monday, and it pretty much just exposed the Houston Astros from top to bottom, pretty much explaining, like, who was involved, what they were doing, specifically to the trash can banging. It was just craziness. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't read the full report. I believe it was like eight or nine pages long, but. Just looking at like the spark notes of it, it was it was pretty pretty detailed and pretty crazy how this Astros team cheated in uh, 2017. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think I think more information is going to come out slowly but surely. But what we got now is more than enough to to convict them of beating the cheating frauds that they are. Yeah, and if those of you who are unaware exactly how the Astros cheated. This is just a little piece from the Washington Post that pretty much explains what the Astros got caught for in 2017. So here we go. Quote, eventually the Astros installed a video monitor displaying the same footage of the game just outside the dugout so players could look at the video themselves. Players would bang on a trash can with a bat to signal to the hitter at the plate what pitch was coming. Generally, one or two bangs corresponded to certain off-speed pitches, according to Manfred's investigative report while no bang corresponded to a fastball, end quote. And it's just crazy. And, and Nick, if you go back and look at any of the videos from the 2017 playoff run, the 2017 season for the Houston Astros, um, specifically if you go on John Boy's account and look at all the videos, he pretty much points out all the bangs and, and, and all the big-time games. And it's pretty crazy, Nick. Like, when I was watching the game, if you were to hear the bang, you're not thinking anything of it. But now you go back knowing what was going on, it's like, wow, how did – how did like nobody figure this out? How did nobody put two and two together that this was only happening at Houston home games? And it just seemed like they were hitting every single pitch that was thrown to them. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty evident. Going back now, it's like you can't not hear it. It's exactly. like it's pretty obvious and pretty glaring. And I feel like the players, uh, coaches, teams, they were in the they were in the know that I feel like they kind of knew what was going on. But uh, I feel like as a fan, it's kind of hard to pick up on those things that's happening when you're not like for especially with the hitters are calling out or not the hitters, the pitchers and catchers, the coaches are putting out all these signals and they just hit everything. It's just very I feel like it's easier to catch up on those things. And yeah. for John Boy, it's crazy. I remember watching his videos and then after this kind of became a big thing. Like, the next week he's on ESPN, I said, look at this guy making it big off YouTube. What a legend. <laughs> yeah. And following the report on, on last Monday, it came out that the GM of the Houston Astros, Jeff Lunau, and manager A.J. Hinch were both suspended for a year. The team was fined $5 million, and they lost their first and second round picks for the next two years. Now, before we get into anything else, because obviously the Astros owner, Jim Crane, took it upon himself to fire both Lunau and Hinch 
for their respective parts in the scandal later that afternoon. Nick, was the punishment fair or unfair that Major League Baseball handed to the Houston Astros? I still think it wasn't enough because it was like, yeah, you cheated to get your championship. Uh, here's this little fine. What's what's five million to a billionaire owner? Come on now. Yeah, wow. but I'm, for, I, I'm pretty sure that five million was the most that they could have fined them due to the current collective bargaining bargaining agreement. So that was the most that they could have suspend that they could have fined them. Okay, so five million the maximum. So basically five dollars in our perspective. Um, what else was next? Then they they lost the two... first and second round picks for the next two years, which was huge. I guess when they're already one of the best teams in baseball, what is there? Would they have the last pick in like the first and second? So I mean, I guess it's not that big. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go straight to the minors anyway, so it's not like it has an immediate impact, regardless. True. And what what else was there? Was the the GM and, and manager were both suspended for a full season, including postseason. I mean, I guess you could say suspended, but even while you're suspended as a baseball manager, like, can you really not really have your input in your say? I'm sure they'll have input, but I I, I don't know the specifics of their ban. I don't know if they weren't if they were just not allowed to show up to games and and stuff like that, or if they were still able to be in the facility during non baseball day like game days. I'm not too sure, but I mean, at, if let's just say that they weren't fired, I'm pretty sure AJ Hinch could have had his fingerprint on this season in one way or another. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like basketball, um, football, soccer, hockey, where, like, you're out there making plays. Like, I mean, besides making decisions and who's in the lineup or shift changes, you're not really doing much as a manager except chewing bubble gum or chewing on sunflower seeds. And besides, anyway, a lot of the major decisions are made from analytics anyway. Yes, especially nowadays. Like Aaron Boone, I don't think he did anything all year. He just collected a paycheck by chewing gum. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's crazy. Oh man. Um, but yeah, you know, for me, like I thought the fine I thought the punishment itself was enough, but I think that they should have also done something with that twenty seventeen championship championship banner. I feel like they should have done something. Like whether they take it away, they strip them of the chip, and then in twenty seventeen you just don't have a, a winner. And, you know, I thought that that would have been good because, you know, that they were – they cheated. They cheated to get the championship and the story. So why are you still going to award them the championship if they cheated to get it, you know? And plus, that was their very first championship also in their career – in, like, their history. That's the only chip that they have. And, like, and I feel a lot of people say, like, oh, you can't just take away the championship. And uh, I kind of agree. You can't really take it away. But at the same time, I feel like professional sports, like, I feel like they're so scared to revoke things. Like, in college sports, when schools get caught up in scandals, they, like, revoke wins, revoke bowl wins. Yeah, they have no issue with it. Like, they just do it right away. I don't know what really, I guess it's a whole nother world, but, I mean, not really. And the same thing with the, um, with the championship banner, like, and the cheating in general, it's not – I feel like there's other teams in baseball that are in every sport, regardless of what it is, that are cheating some way, somehow. But I feel like there's a difference, and you got to draw a line when you're using technology and real live feeds and all that. I feel like that's just a whole nother level. Yeah, and you weren't – and according to Major League Baseball, they're not allowed to use technology for that – for those reasons, like for those purposes. So they clearly broke rules. Um and it turned out a few hours after 
Major League Baseball handed down the punishments to the Houston Astros. The Astros owner, Jim Crane, fired both the GM, Jeff Luhau, and manager, A.J. Hinge, for their parts in the scandal. Now, apparently, according to the reports from Robert Manfred, both the GM and A.J. Hinge, they both knew what was going on, but they didn't try to stop it. They didn't condone it. They didn't do anything. They just knew it was happening and, and turned a blind eye. And that's why they were in trouble for their roles, because they knew what was going on and did nothing about it. And the Astros owner, Jim Crane, he pretty much set like a standard by firing them because obviously on Tuesday, the day right after, um, the Red Sox and manager Alex Cora agreed to part ways, which pretty much means Cora was fired. And the reason why is because in Manfred's report, just in case people listening aren't, aren't aware, in Manfred's report, A.J. Hinch was named, Jeff Lunau was named, Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran were all named. And it pretty much turned out that Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran were like the masterminds of the cheating scandal, mostly Alex Cora. But Carlos Beltran, you know, like he, he added to it and helped out, showing, how, showing the players how to utilize the system. But um, Jim Crane pretty much set a precedent here. You know, we are going to fire the two people that were um, involved in the cheating scandal. The two people that, were, that weren't got, the two people that got in trouble by Major League Baseball are, gonna, are not going to be associated with the Houston Nationals moving forward. The next day, the, the Red Sox kind of followed the same, same way of firing Alex Cora. And what the interesting part is that the Red Sox are also being investigated for cheating in 2018 with the, um, by using technology as well. And Alex Cora apparently was the mastermind in that as well. So not only did, he win it, did Alex Cora win a championship by cheating in 2017 when it was mostly his, his doing, he won a championship in 2018 with the Red Sox due to cheating because of his doing as well. Nick, you know, I think Alex Cora is facing a, a lifetime ban here for Major League Baseball. And, and uh, Man Robert Manfred has yet to conclude the Red Sox investigation. But when it's all said and done, I think Cora is looking at a lifetime suspension, a lifetime ban. Good. I never liked him anyway. I don't even think Red Sox fans liked him. They just want him a chip, so they're kind of forced into it. But he was always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He always looked like a bozo, acted like a bozo. Now he proved himself as the biggest bozo of them all. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a lifetime ban because you got to think about it, Nick. He was responsible for cheating it with the, with the, with the Astros, starting it up with Houston in 2017, and then he brought it to the Red Sox after the Red Sox were already warned by Major League Baseball to stop using technology because of the Apple Watch scandal that happened a couple years prior to him becoming the manager. So Alex Cora knew... And the Red Sox organization knew that they were already being watched due to the Apple Watch scandal. And he continued to cheat with the Red Sox, knowing that Major League Baseball was going to keep a close eye on the Red Sox. And, you know, like that's why all these things are just adding up for Cora to be, to be served up a lifetime ban. But, um, you know, Alex Cora wasn't the, wasn't, the only, wasn't the last manager to get fired due to this Astro scandal on Thursday – the Mets and Carlos Beltran decided to mutually part ways. Carlos Beltran decided to step down. And, and uh, the funny part is, Nick, Carlos Beltran is undefeated in his managerial career with the New York Mets. <laughs> zero and zero. What a goat. Yep. Didn't even get a chance to, to even step on the field in his uniform, full uniform. And he'll never have a chance again because I, I feel like, if he does get another chance to be a coach, it's not going to be for a <laughs> very, very long time. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I don't think any of these guys are going to get another job anytime soon. I don't think A.J. Hinch, I think Alex Kors is done. And I think Beltran, unfortunately, is done too due to their, their 
their uh, fingerprints in this Astro scandal. Now, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because the Mets, like, as, you know, this is, just seems like a very typical Mets thing that could have happened to them. That, you know, you hire a guy who ends up being involved in one of the biggest cheating scandals in Major League Baseball history, and now you have to fire him before he even got to step on the field. But you know what came out a few days after, Nick? Apparently, um, Brody Van Oagenen said in, in a press conference that they didn't even ask Carlos Beltran during the interview process if he was involved. And his reasoning was that they wanted Major League Baseball to handle to handle it, handle the investigation, handle anything. They didn't want to get involved. And I just think that's huh? – Yeah, I just think that that was horrible – way to handle things if you're the Mets and this that's that's the biggest Mets thing how do you not ask the guy who would he was already being investigated how do you not ask him if he was involved just so you know like you so you so you know what you're who you're getting into bed with I don't know what's worse actually not not asking or asking and then lying about it to the media I yeah, think he did that too I think yeah, I feel like if he actually did ask it and now he's lying about it, I feel like that makes it worse because it makes you look like so incompetent. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand. But I mean, this is the guy that they wanted to hire, and he's proven him, proven him right, and I love it. So if you're gonna be weird like this, love it, Mets. Love that energy. Keep it coming. Yeah, and, and I think the Mets had to kind of kind of they had to mutually part ways here because if they kept Carlos Beltran and he was the only player that was named in the report to not get some sort of consequence it would have looked so bad on the Mets and then all throughout spring training all the questions would have been to to the Mets organization to their players to Carlos Beltran oh were you like to the players were you shocked that Carlos Beltran was involved did you know that this was going on um, how do how are we going? To, how are you going to assure us that there's not going to be any cheating this season with the Mets? You know, it just would have been a dark cloud over the organization. It would have been a huge, huge distraction. And then let's just say the Mets went on a, a great run and, and were a really good team this year. Part of that, part of their success, would be due to people wondering: Are they cheating? Like, how how could they be cheating this this time with Carlos Beltran? What what kind of way could they create? Um, some sort of system to cheat now like it everything would have been questioned it would have just been a huge distraction so I thought the Mets made a, a, a good move here um, but it was there they should have asked that that's that's a big that's a big uh, red flag right there for the New York Mets they should have asked Carlos Beltran in the interview interview process were you or are you involved in this that way they could have probably avoided it altogether you know man I'm kind of disappointed I I really for sure thought the Mets would <laughs> would keep him and I feel like that'd be more of a Mets move I'm shocked they made the right decision and releasing him and letting him go but I'm kind of excited to see the immediate disaster would have been to keep Carlos Beltran I feel like they <laughs> I feel like in the in another alternate universe where the Mets are truly going to do Mets things I feel like they would have kept him until like the first opening day then they would have fired him then it made it very very complicated and annoying and stressful for all the players and everyone involved. But hey, look at them looking ahead and using common sense. I'm proud of them. Yeah, it was a very Mets move. But um, apparently, too, Nick, did you know that that the players were given immunity? Like the players that were on the team in 2017, they were awarded immunity by Major League Baseball if they were um, truthful and honest throughout the investigation. So. That's why only Cora, Hinch, and Beltron were named as the only people um, that were involved in the uh, 
the Cheney scandal. And that's why, like, players like Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, none of those guys were named because the players, according to the investigation, the players were given immunity by Robert Manfred so they could be truthful, so they could nip this in the butt. And a lot of people are angry. A lot of Mets fans are angry that Carlos Beltran, because he was a player in 2017, the only reason why his name was mentioned is because he's now a manager. And apparently, you know, this is the rumor going around, and this is how people feel in the, in, around Major League Baseball. And then the fans of baseball is that Robert Manfred names Carlos Beltran specifically and Alex Cora specifically so they can get um, so they can get fired from their respective teams. And that's the feeling around the fans of baseball and, and Major League Baseball. That's why, you know, Beltran was a player in 2017, but he's the only player that's mentioned in the report. You know, the crazy part is the inconsistencies and in not having the same energy. Pete Rose, I mean, he gambled. It wasn't really cheating. I mean, he bet on his own games, and he still performed. But he's banned for life. Mm-hmm. Then you have guys that use steroids. It's, they cheated, but in a different form, not technological. And now they're banned from the, the Hall of Fame, and there's all asterisks all over their numbers. Um, but when it comes to cheating using technology and possibly maybe buzzers on where sh- our shirts will get into that there's no there's no consequence and you get immunity it kind of no sense but yeah so i feel like in the in the best uh way to cheat is using technology in the modern age for example look at my boy aaron judge getting robbed of the mvp and i'm referring to <laughs> his numbers not aaron judge's numbers uh altuve's numbers look at that home and road split it is crazy yep it is pretty crazy and you know like this cheating thing it affected a lot of players it affected a lot a lot of legacies you know like clayton kershaw if he would have won the championship in 2017 his legacy would have been totally different as it is now um aaron judge you know he just he was awarded eight million dollars in arbitration this this off season, and you know if he won a World Series, if he won MVP, he could have gotten more money in arbitration than just the eight million that he got. So this affected a lot of different players, not just the Astros, not just you know the Yankees, the Dodgers. It affects everyone because a lot of players are angry. A lot of players feel like they were affected by it, and it's just a, a whole big mess. And going back to your point, Nick, of how like you know like. These players were granted immunity, but yet steroid error, the steroid error players, you know, they, they might not get into the Hall of Fame, um, a bunch of asterisks around their numbers and their names. Do you think the players should have gotten should still get punished? Do you think that there should still be some sort of punishment towards them? Because when, given the immunity, it pretty much, you know, admits that they were guilty so for them to come out and, and say what they said about how this all went down. And, you know, players, specifically pitchers that are frustrated about this, you know, they could start be going headhunting this this upcoming season towards these players because they might feel like how did how did they cheat win a world series cheat for a couple of years after that and they don't get in trouble whatsoever so maybe some players take it upon themselves to, to try to get some retribution back towards them so do you think the players should get in trouble still from major league baseball yeah i think they should sure everyone they might claim as they i mean the astros that oh, other teams are doing this. It's like a league-wide thing, sure. But they're not the ones that got caught. They're not the ones that turned this into a huge scandal. For example, you're going down the throughway and you get pulled over speeding. You're like, hey, what about everyone else speeding? Well, you're the one that got caught, so you're yep. the one getting a ticket. And they affected four people's livelihoods, the, this cheating scandal. Lunau, Hinch, Core, and Beltron are all 
going to be blacklisted from Major League Baseball moving forward. They all have no, they don't have jobs now, and they might not ever get jobs. So, you know, they affected a lot of different people, man. But you know, I agree. They they should definitely get some sort of some some sort of punishment. Now, obviously, you can't suspend the entire team because you need players to play. I'm down with that. But there should some there should be some sort of fine. No, you know, they there should be something. The whole team. That's okay. Um, now, my no next question. <laughs> my next question, Nick. What is worse? Do you think? Do you think the steroids were worse, or do you think that the uh, this this scandal, the cheating scandal, is worse? Because that you have it two ways. Either a you take steroids, you just get stronger, so when you hit the ball, it goes farther, you heal faster, all this and that. Or you can know exactly what pitch is coming and know what to expect every at-bat and every single pitch. What do you think is worse? Oh, the technology hands down. Yeah, I agree. The whole, the whole thing with steroids is, sure, everyone thinks it's all the it's the power. This is, The main thing was pretty much like recovery. Like for me, like... If you're taking steroids, you still got to be able to hit the baseball. You still got to be able to catch the ball. You still got to be able to be out in the field. Like, yeah, you're enhancing yourself, but there's no way it's any wor- it's worse than um, using technology. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's cheating nonetheless, but I view it way less. I think guys that use steroids should get in the Hall of Fame without a doubt. But you're trying to tell me that these guys are going to go unpunished? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. Um, and it didn't just stop with the garbage cans. It apparently, you know, there was this Twitter account um, that was that was claiming to be Carlos Beltran's niece. And she was tweeting a bunch of stuff the past few weeks. Um, a few days before the Mets hired Carlos Beltran, she, uh, she tweeted that Carlos Beltran was going to be hired by the Mets, and that became true. And then a few days before... Carlos Beltran stepped down as the manager of the Mets. She tweeted out again saying that my uncle is stepping down as the manager of the Mets. And that became true. So people started saying, all right, maybe she really is his niece and knows inside information. And then it's, it's, she started tweeting stuff by saying, you know, my uncle didn't want me to say this. But out, Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman were wearing buzzers taped under their, by their right shoulder under their jerseys. So they knew what pitch was coming. And uh, she also tweeted out that saying that she had pictures and evidence from the locker room and all this and that. Now, Carlos Beltran came out and said that she is not his niece. And she had me for a while while she was saying, you know, he got the job. He was stepping down. I, that was all believable. Once a niece of a, of a player starts saying that they have pictures from the locker room, that's where it started getting a little sketchy for me. And Gary Sheffield Jr., he tweeted out that this so-and-so, this so-called niece has to be an Astros burner account. Because how does a niece have pictures and evidence of, you know, from the locker room? Yeah, man, it's it's very sketchy, and I don't know if it was Anise, whoever it was. They're coming in pretty clutch with uh, all this information. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love a good uh, a good little scandal. And this is turning out to be pretty incredible. What's interesting, if you go back and look at the walk off home run that Jose Altuve hit uh, to send the Astros to the World Series, as he's rounding third base, you see him grabbing and clutch and holding onto his jersey by his neck area, pointing to to it. And wagging his finger, and you could see him saying, no, 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 like, don't take off my jersey. Don't rip off my jersey. And then he was asked live on air afterwards, and his explanation for why he didn't want his jersey being ripped off was because uh, the last time he did that, his wife got mad at him. Now, I don't know about you, Nick, but that sounds like a whole load of BS to me. You just hit a walk-off home run to go into the World Series. How's the first thing on your mind, oh, I can't have my jersey ripped off because I don't want my wife to get mad at me? 
Like, doesn't that seem a little fishy to you? Like, who just not even even if it is true, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's How does not, that even make sense? That's not a thing. And he, the, I, I remember when I first heard that, my mind just exploded a little bit. And I remember, like, I just, like, re- not really researched it. I just kind of, like, looked up about it. And, like, numerous times that he, just, not like his teammates ripped it off, but he took it off himself, off walk-offs or off big hits or after winning a game, something like that. So I, I don't know where this random energy came in all of a sudden after going to the World Series. And it's not like he said, like, it's one thing to like say, "Oh, don't rip it off." Like if you if you're gonna, if that's like a big thing. Like you tell your teammates that, like previously, not when you're rounding third about to touch home plate. He... And as he's rounding third, he's like he pulls his shirt in just to make sure, and then he immediately runs to the dugout. Like, come on, yep. Now. And it's weird. Like, let's just say that this was true. You would think that these guys would know about it. Like you said, you would think these guys would be told, "All right, we have a we have a buzzer on." don't rip off my jersey and, and so everyone sees it. And, and to your point too, you know, he, you know, like when you win a, when you win a big game or, and you move on in the rounds in the, in, or, and you move on to the next playoff round, you get championship shirts, you get, you know, celebratory shirts. He was the only player that didn't take off the jersey and put the shirt on or just throw the shirt on over the jersey. He went to the locker room, like you said, went into the clubhouse and switched his jersey and his shirt and he came out without the jersey on, but with the shirt on that made it even more sketchy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> and if you do buy it, you're you need to go to common sense. And school. if he is that self conscious, you know, without about taking his shirt off, didn't want to take his shirt off, blah blah blah. If you go on his Instagram, there is. I don't know if he's deleted it now, but there's at least six or seven pictures of him shirtless on his Instagram. So his wife gets mad at him for taking his shirt off after going to the World Series, but not for posting the pictures on his Instagram. How does that make sense? It doesn't, Big exactly. Chief, and it never will. But, hey, what do I know? Yeah, it was just crazy. And, you know, like we were saying, there's a lot of players that, that showed frustration. Judge apparently deleted the Instagram post congratulating Jose Altuve for winning MVP. Um, Cody Bellinger pretty much said that the players need to be reprimanded. Chris Archer is getting involved. Trevor Bauer has been all over this, and he's a great follow on Twitter if you don't follow him. Um, he's just been hysterical with it. Um, Marcus Stroman was chiming in. A lot of players are upset. At the fact that a they cheated and b the players aren't getting punished, so you know, like I said earlier, man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these pitchers specifically, you know, take it upon themselves to to kind of give them their their uh, due justice, and you know, maybe maybe hitting them, whether it's head hunting or just getting them in the back and the leg, whatever. But I'd expect these guys to get plunked pretty often next year, and it's unfortunate that the Yankees don't play the Houston Astros in Yankee Stadium until, like, the middle to the end of September next year. It's very unfortunate. And the best part about all this is how all the players have all this time and energy to comment about everything and anything, whether it be uh, Verlander and Bregman talking about issues um, regarding everything, but then as soon as it comes to this huge cheating scandal, they're nowhere to exactly. Be These guys were all were so cocky throughout the past couple of years. They're loud on the social media, loud in interviews, and then now that this comes about, especially Justin Verlander, he's one of the loudest of them all. This thing happens, and now they're all quiet as a mouse. Not one thing could be said. You can't find any comments. Nothing. Very. Convenient. And then at uh, at their fan fest over this past weekend in Houston. Um, I only saw two interviews, the interview with Jose Altuve and with Alex Bregman. And 
uh, Jose Altuve was asked about the buzzers and, and all the cheating and all that. And he, he guaranteed that the Astros are going to be in the World Series again this upcoming season. He made the guarantee. He said, we'll be back in the World Series. Um, and he pretty much didn't deny the fact that they, that they were cheating and using buzzers. He pretty much said that the uh, Robert Manfred investigated, you know, in 2018, 2019, and they didn't find any evidence of the buzzers. So to me, you know, that's just his way of pol- being, like, politically correct. You know, like, he didn't deny it. He didn't um, say that, yeah, I use buzzers. He's just saying, yeah, well, they didn't find any evidence of using buzzers in 2019. And the crazy part is, he knows nothing's going to happen because Robin Ranford and the MLB. Is yep, they awarded them immunity. And then it comes to Alex Bregman in his interview. They asked him all these different questions about the cheating and all, you know, the trash can banging and, and the suspensions and all that. And he kept saying the same thing word from word every single time someone asked him a question to the point where he even chuckled when he said it. Just shows you how, how like much of a, a degenerate he, he really is. He, I, I forgetting the exact word from word response he was giving, but it was something like um, Major League Baseball and Robert Manfred did their investigation and they did what they did and the Houston Astros did what they did and, and, and that's it, no further comment. And he just kept repeating that word by word after, for every single question. And, he even, and like I said, he even chuckled while he said it at one point. Like, you would think that the, that the Houston Astros would sit everybody in a room and say, all right, if you get asked these questions, because you will, this is how we're going to answer them. You know, kind of have like, you know, kind of like a little, a little uh, pregame speech on how to, how to answer these types of questions. So, you know, you kind of save face a little bit, but it seems like they didn't. And the fact that Altuve came out and guaranteed that they're going to be in the World Series again, just, I don't know. Everything just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm glad that they got caught for cheating and I'm glad everything turned out the way it did. Uh, I can't wait until they don't even make the playoffs. I just, oh, I can't wait until their whole, team collapses just like the Warriors oh my goodness I'm so excited I'm so ready I need it to happen sooner <laughs> rather than later and, and as Yankee fans are you know I'm upset and I'm pissed off at the Astros because I feel like it cost the Yankees championships in 2017 and in 2019 and of course you know the Yankees still had to face the Dodgers they still had to face the Nationals who, who knows if they would have won but they didn't even get the chance and it's kind of annoying as a Yankee fan because you know, CC Sabathia could have had at least one more ring, possibly one more ring. You know, the, this young Yankees core could have had at least one ring, possibly maybe max two. And it's just annoying. And every year that they lost in the, in the playoffs the past three years since 2017, they lost to a team that was cheating. 2017, it was the Astros. 2018, it was the Red Sox. And then 2019 was the Astros again. It's just aggravating that, you know, you have one team that does it the right way in the Yankees. And then you have these other teams that just will do anything to win. And if that includes, you know, cheating <laughs> and it's just very aggravating if you're a Yankees fan and I feel bad for the players because you know they're only getting older so and look at CeCe now he's retired he'll never have another chance to win a championship again I just wish this type of thing would have happened to the Yankees oh my god no one would stop talking about it they would have they would try to revoke all t- Rob Manfred would probably revoke all 27 championships and be like oh Who's to say they didn't cheat in the 1920th century? Uh, but since it's the Astros and they're well, we're pretty much an irrelevant franchise, it doesn't, oh, they're okay. We're going to give the players immunity. We'll just fire their manager. It's okay. <laughs> but watch that be the Yankees. Oh, my God. The World War Three that would start. 
Oh my goodness. Everyone would be talking about it. It'd be on newspapers, magazines. They'd bring back typewriters just to type up reports about it. It would be it'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, it would be. But yeah, since it's the Astros, it's okay. So Nick, let me ask you this last question here before you start wrapping things up. If for some reason Robert Manfred decides to suspend everyone that was involved for let's just say half a season. It's not gonna happen, but let's just say any any Astro that was associated with this team between twenty seventeen and nineteen. Um, we're going to suspend them for you know half the season for for being involved in cheating. Would you be okay with that as a Yankees fan? Because that would include Garrett Cole having to be suspended for half the season this upcoming season. A soul for a soul. <laughs> so Sorry, you, Cole. You'd be okay with it. <laughs> yep, you got to take a seat, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up your feet. Sit on the couch. <laughs> Sorry, Chief. <laughs> That's it. He, he's a part of it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. But obviously that's just, you know, that, that'll never happen because the players are granted immunity and the Astros need to feel the team somehow. So, And they're one of the biggest markets in baseball, so they're not going to make them trash for a half, for a, you know, make them irrelevant for a season. In a perfect world, they would. Yep, no, they wouldn't. But oh. we know how that, we know that won't happen. But, you know, any final comments here, Nick? You want to wrap up for, uh, before we start wrapping it up? One day. One day the Yankees will have this luxury. That's um, all I got to say on that note. These cheating bozos. <laughs> yeah. Um, Never forget. Yeah, I thought that this was a very bad look for Major League Baseball. Um, this was definitely by far worse than the than the steroid era and all that. Because like, like we said earlier, if you're a pitcher, you'd rather face a guy who, if he makes contact with the ball, might go a little farther, you know, these players heal up a little bit quicker than a, than a batter who knows exactly what pitch is coming your, their way in real time. So this was definitely a bad look for Major League Baseball. I think that they did their best on trying to, you know, clean it up and kind of hand out the suspensions. But I thought that they should have gotten rid of the 2017 championship. And if the Red Sox get accused of cheating and, then was a, and that was a big reason for their success for the World Series in 2018, then you take away that championship as well and you just have no winners in 2017 and 2018. But – I don't think that's going to happen, and, um, and I think this what what came down from Major League Baseball that's obviously going to stand. So we just got to live with it. You know, the Yankees got robbed for the past three years. It's just something you got to live with if you're a Yankee fan and a fan of baseball. So hopefully this doesn't happen anymore, and this is the end of this like cheating scandal era, if you want to put it that way. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to this Yankee season, regardless. It's going to be interesting to see how the players get treated throughout the regular season, like the Astros players, if there's going to be any retaliation from pitchers around the league. But we'll see, Nick. We'll see how things play out in the 2020 MLB season. I, I'm not ready, man. We <laughs> just got to break into Altuve's house and steal the MVP trophy for Judge. Yeah. Well, pitchers and catchers report in a, in a few weeks. It's, just, it's crazy. Baseball season's already upon us, but... Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to episode 29 of MN Sports Talk Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MN Sports Talk Pod. Have a good one, everyone. Don't rip off my jersey. <laughs>